I have had like a really weird journey with ADHD because I always pretended it didn't exist. So when I hit adulthood, certainly, I think I never wanted it to be in my head, also not understanding it myself. I never wanted it to become like an excuse for not succeeding. So I literally pretended it didn't exist and almost forgot about it. I think, for example, Simon, Simon knew that I had ADHD, but he, so we must have mentioned it. But it was never, ever spoken about or a part of my life. It wasn't a defining characteristic. It was just there in the background. It wasn't a thing in my head whatsoever. And I maybe almost thought that I'd grown out of it, um, which I now know is not possible. Um, And I certainly wasn't behaving like I'd grown out of it. (laughs) But basically for the year or so before the pandemic, I could not shake the feeling that I needed to like break through some sort of existential ceiling that I had... hit up against and I was feeling like really quite lost in myself and this is before COVID came along and my mind felt like quite out of control um, sometimes and I just felt like I needed something more but I had no idea what that was because I'm lucky in a lot of ways I've got a brilliant uh, family husband business friends and so it wasn't anything to do with any of those things but during lockdown one Simon and I were watching like a really random tv show called race across the world um, yeah in fact, yeah love that and um, but like that first series I think or the second there was a young guy aged about 20 who was entering into his adult life struggling with with his ADHD and I had a literal light bulb moment <laughs> that when when I was seven I was diagnosed and it sounds really strange but I literally remembered that I have ADHD and um, it was this combination of having two babies so during that first lockdown I had a three-month-old baby and a 21-month-old toddler so it's quite an intense time mm-hmm. and so the massive change in environment that you know comes along with having children plus the stress of lockdown where you know true that lost 95% of our customers and revenue and everybody's got their own stories from the lockdown but that additional stress had triggered like much more severe symptoms than usual and watching this show and this guy, I did just suddenly remember that I have ADHD. And it sounds weird, but that is what happened. And cue like a massive hyperfocus. And I'm sure you know that this is like a hallmark of neurodivergent brains really frequently. Is It's like an intense focus on subjects that I'm interested in. Because our brains are wired for interest rather than information. So I learned like absolutely loads in a really short space of time about ADHD. And I started to, life just started to make quite a lot of sense. And I learned that I experienced daily life quite differently from a neurotypical person. I always had this like adult diagnosis experience when I remembered, because um, I've heard people talk about this grief um, when they get diagnosed, or in my case, when they remember that they were diagnosed as a child, yeah. where, everything makes sense and you can stop beating yourself up and you can be kinder to yourself and go there isn't actually anything wrong with me because believe me when you're trying to live in a society that is not really set up for how your brain works you spend most of your days wondering what the hell is wrong with you and actually that that relief and realization of there isn't anything wrong with me I'm just wired differently to a lot of other people is relieving but it's also quite upsetting for the for the person who has been so stressed and confused and sad for so long 
when I learned more about what ADHD actually is, which is a genetic neurobiological condition, don't get me started on the word disorder, not a fan, but it's called caused by impaired neurotransmitter activity in one or more areas of the brain. And fundamentally, really oversimplifying it, people, brains with ADHD are living with a consistently lower dopamine level than a neurotypical person, um, which means that there's lots of symptoms um, associated, which um, I can go into, but probably <laughs> there's a lot, right? Yeah. Um, but basically, I learned that my daily life is quite different um, to lots of other people. And that was quite mind blowing and still is to me now. So for example, audio sensitivity. So sensitivity is quite a big thing for neurodivergent people, as I'm mm -hmm. sure you know. Just if I take one of those, um, audio sensitivity for me, I can like hear things that, or things physically hurt my brain, like cause me pain that other people can't even hear. Mm. And that realization is still mind blowing to me. And it is challenging um, on a daily basis if you've got a brain that can literally hear noises that other people can't hear and not only hear them, but they're causing you pain. Um, and just, it really explains why there's so much additional stress layered on. Our brains and bodies are under a lot of daily stress. Yeah, so I learned a lot about myself. I think the big thing for me was that I was able to give myself a bit of a break and also start to credit a lot of things that I've come to love about myself with my ADHD um, or to my ADHD as well.